Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Next is now. Well, we're always looking for what's next and how we're making that happen now. And one of the most powerful make it happen now, guys, I know is Joseph Grenny. Uh, of course, he is with the Other Side Academy Board, also with the Other Side Village, uh, New York Times bestselling author and a strategist that so many look to around the world on a host of different issues. And we've been following closely uh, how the Salt Lake City uh, progression has been taking place in terms of this tiny home village known as the Other Side Village. And uh, we wanted to bring Joseph Grenny on today as uh, chairman of the Other Side Academy Board uh, to discuss this new development, where we are, what's happened, and what comes next. Joseph, thanks for joining us. Oh, it's so good to talk with you, and we've had a momentous week for the village. Yeah, let's hear about it. Well, first of all, we had a planning commission meeting, and it was just wonderful to hear every single one of the commissioners speaking out in support of the zoning amendment that we need in order to be able to carve out a 30-acre parcel and start a pilot project, the first 50 homes of the village. And then uh, secondly, we've just seen tremendous support from the mayor. And I think the recent city council election ought to put us in a good position. Uh, many of the new slated city councilors have spoken out very favorably for the village. So I think uh, it's looking like we might have a good path ahead. Oh, that's fantastic. And for our listeners who are just catching up, uh, give us just a little backstory on this idea of the other side village. What's it based on and what could it mean to our community? So it begins with our last six years of experience in building the Other Side Academy. The Other Side Academy is a self-reliant, safe, beautiful campus in downtown Salt Lake City where people with long histories of homelessness, addiction, and crime come to reinvent their lives. And that culture has enabled the Other Side Academy, as you know, Boyd, you've been there many times, to be financially self-reliant. I in fact, last year, the Other Side Academy, with 100 people who would otherwise be serving 600 years in prison or jail right right now at uh, the expense of the public purse, instead are generating $6 million in income to completely support themselves. Last year, they generated a surplus, and so these same 100 people that would otherwise be living on the streets or incarcerated made the first $50,000 donation to help build a 430-home community where those who are currently chronically homeless can come and reinvent their lives in the same way. 
that, that is such a uh, I just I just want to repeat that for our listeners in case uh, someone drove into the ditch when they uh, <laughs> heard that. That is so stunning and so exciting and shows that there is just a better way to deal with everything from addiction and homelessness to criminal justice uh, and incarceration. So you're saying that this 100 these 100 felons, we'll call them that, even though they've become so much different than that. That's a, a past chapter for them. Uh, that, that they're generating six million dollars in revenue, and then that they're yes. that they were the first to donate. Think about that, folks. People who would either be sitting in jail or homeless on the street made a donation of fifty thousand dollars, not for themselves, not to gratify to get this village rolling. Yeah, there, there's so many of these surreal moments along the way. The, the fact that I was able to make a phone call to the mayor and uh, and offer to build this community and have her immediately respond, not because Joseph Grenny is anything, but because she knows the Other Side Academy and because these students over the last six years have built such enormous trust with the community in Salt Lake City of lowering the crime rate in our neighborhood, of building businesses that are contributing services that are needed in our community, that she immediately responded affirmatively. We heard the same thing from the Planning Commission. We're hearing the same thing from city councilors, that they have confidence that the culture of the Other Side Academy, that the values and norms that our students live by are exactly what will help to bless the lives of people who are currently living on the streets. So the village, again, will have 430 homes, tiny homes. They'll be between 250 and 400 square feet, uh, but they'll be beautiful homes that are a permanent place for people to live the rest of their lives if they choose to do so. The, the village will also be supported by social enterprise. People will pay rent to be there. will have opportunities to earn income. So it, it really is the best of Utah. It's, uh, it's about redemption, but it's also about self-reliance. And I think that's what makes our state so great. Yeah, it, it's such a, a big part of that uh, secret sauce, so to speak, of what happens here in the in the state of Utah. And uh, share with us if you can. You know, some people say, "Okay, wait a minute." You know, this is just uh, you know, we're just creating another housing problem, or we're creating another bad part of town uh, problem. But you've seen this even in other places like Texas. I know you've been down to a, a pilot program down there, and this is about people coming together around a culture. Tell us about what that culture is and what that ultimately means to how this will contribute to the community. Yeah, we, we have been studying this concept in Texas and Kansas and Missouri and Spain and all around the world in different communities. And there are places that are doing elements of this very well. And Texas is a place that will, within the next few years, have 1,500 tiny homes and has created a safe, beautiful community where people who are formerly chronically homeless are, are living in, uh, in peace and, and, uh, and, and in a safe way with, uh, with adjacent neighbors. And so that's been a wonderful model for us. What they haven't achieved is economic self-reliance. So we went to Spain to learn about that. How could you engage a community of people many times who have profound mental illnesses uh, in building social enterprises to con- completely support themselves. So we went there to uh, uh, to northern Spain and to a community that's been around for about 45 years, has about 400 people who are employed in some of the most admired in Catalonia. And so that component will be important as well. The third component that's critical is what the Other Side Academy brings, and that is how do you create a peer community that maintains strong norms and high moral standards? Because that's what made you who you are, Boyd. That's what made who, me who I am. 
So our only assumption in building the other site village is that we all need peers who pull us up, who expect more from us than we sometimes feel like giving, who hold us to high standards in order to really step up to what we're capable of. So all three of these elements, self-reliance, social enterprise, uh, scale, a beautiful community, permanent housing, will be brought together for the first time in, in Utah, and that, that will be, I believe, a contribution to the world and how it looks to address these kinds of challenges. Uh, I love that. And uh, real quickly, before we let you go, Joseph, I know you're uh, running and gunning today. Uh, tell us what's, what's next. What's the next thing we should be watching for in this exciting development? Well, the next critical, there are two critical steps. The, the first is uh, the city council will take a vote on whether or not to approve the zoning amendment. And that will be very, very important. If they approve, and we have confidence that they will, most all the city councilors have been to the Other Side Academy, have heard the story, and like the principles it's based on. Uh, then it goes to the mayor's office, and the mayor has been quite a leader in this from the beginning. Uh, there will negotiate terms for access to the land to build the first 50 homes in a pilot with a strong accountability to the city council and to the mayor's office that this has to be done right. It needs to be safe. It can't bring up the crime rate. It has to contribute economically and be a, a gem for the community that we'll be neighbors with. And so if we achieve that, and I'm confident we will, over the year after we've built the first 50 homes, we'll get access to additional land and be able to add up to 430 homes eventually. Ah, fantastic. This is a great story. This is a Utah story that the nation should watch, the world should watch. And if you ever want to have your integrity and accountability checked, uh, just stop by and see the extraordinary students at the Other Side Academy. It is a, a place where you always leave just a little bit better than you come in. Joseph Granny, thanks for joining us today. Great to talk with you, boy. Thank you. All right. Travel safe. All right, we're going to step aside for some bottom-of-the-hour news. That is such a compelling story, and it is Utah at its finest. Again, no government money. Uh, this is not about handouts. This is about accountability around a set of principles, giving people a chance to really move up, become self-reliant, and add value to our communities. Absolutely love that. Stay with us. Much more to come on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.